Hey guys, this is What Mean. Um, I'm here with my fiance Amanda. Hi y'all. And it's really early in the morning, so if she's really tired, like it's okay. Like, but we're here to talk about the recent um, Sony and uh, Disney deal where they couldn't reach basically a deal for um, keeping Spider-Man, and uh, we we're just going to discuss our thoughts on that. And um, kind of just like our overall opinion on who's at fault, who's wrong. I, I think it's kind of both. Um, I've been reading articles and I think, honestly, I don't think this is going to stick, but we'll get into it. Uh, what's your opinion about the whole thing? Obviously, I think Disney's at fault. Like, the fact is that, like, they had an agreement and Disney was fine with the agreement until Homecoming, like, made as much money as it made at the box office, not homecoming, um, far from home, made as much money as it did at the box office, and now Disney's like, hey, we want 50% of your profits, which, I don't know, it's just skeevy and wrong. Yeah, um, I kind of saw it coming whenever they started making their own content, like, I knew that Sony, like, this whole deal they had was kind of on rocky ground anyway. Because, like, Spider-Man is one of their biggest money makers. Like, I'm pretty sure I read an article a while ago where it said every time a Spider-Man film opens, like, it just makes money just based off the brand name alone, not necessarily the quality. And um, I kind of could see this coming. Um, Sony did release a statement on Tuesday. I'm reading from an article from Business Insider saying it was... Disney's decision not to have Kevin Foggy, the Marvel Studios president, involved with future Spider-Man movies. It was, I don't know, it was Disney's decision. Like, Disney decided that since Sony wasn't going to split profit with them, that they were just going to remove um, Spider-Man from the MCU. And they were going to, like, pull away, like, any help they've been given Sony, giving Sony, um, with the Spider-Man, um, movies, which is really frustrating. Yeah, I think that, um, like, honestly, like, the whole Sony thing, like, they, so far, have not just been able to handle it, and I think that Disney, it's very short-sighted if this was Disney's doing of just pulling Spider-Man out, especially after all the plans that they had seemed to make with Spider-Man and kind of making him, like, one of the most, like, pivotal characters going into the next phase. Like, he was going to replace Iron Man. I think it's really short-sighted and kind of stupid if they don't end up sticking to that storyline. And it's going to obviously lead to, like, a lot of long-term issues if, like, they just completely ignore those previous movies. Because he, was, he wasn't just, like, a background character. Like, he was, like, one of the main focuses in those last few movies that he was in. Exactly. Like... I'm going to say something that's going to be really painful for me because my favorite, like, OG Avengers Hawkeye, but, like, he wasn't just, like, a Hawkeye. Like, people cared about him. Yeah, exactly. Sony also said, like, we hope this might change in the future, but understand that many new responsibilities that Disney has given him, talking about Kevin Foggy, including all their newly added Marvel properties, do not allow time for him to work on an IP they do not own. And I don't know, like, I don't think that this is going to stick. I think that this is just, like, one of those things that they're going to end up working out because the fan backlash is going to be 
really significant if they just stick to this and let Peter just like not be a part of the MCU anymore. I seriously will not watch another Marvel movie until like Peter Parker is back in the MCU. I have very strong feelings. You know how I feel about Peter Parker and Spider-Man in general. So Yeah. Um I don't personally think it's like this whole thing like I think we're kind of just talking in circles right now, but I think that like this whole thing is going to be sorted out. Like they're going to get Peter back. There's no way Disney's going to let one of their most marketable characters just leave their universe. Like they'll figure something out. Also, so like when this happened, like I literally like sent him a text and I was like, "My day is ruined." Um, I just the care so the character, the fans, and obviously like Tom Holland deserves deserve better. I mean, Disney throwing a fit over somebody else making profit is really frustrating. And then, like, trying to play hardball and, like, bully their way into earning a cut of a profit for a movie that, like, they are minimally involved in is frustrating as well. And, like, it's just the fact they want to split it 50-50 when, like, they have never tried to split any profits before. They didn't try it with Homecoming. They didn't offer them any profit with any of the Spider-Man movies or any of the movies that Spider-Man was in in the MCU. And so it all has to do with their desire to like make more money. And it's just, it's capitalism and it pisses me off. Yeah, and, like, I think you just see the ugly side of, like, business with Because at the end of the day, these movies are here to entertain, but they also are a business. And so, like, sometimes you see, like, the ugly side. Because before this, like, I think Disney was only making 5% profit, which, no big deal. Disney basically owns, like, most everything now. I don't think they were making anything. They're I making don't... 5% is... I don't know. The article I read, like, said that, like, they weren't making profit off of the Sony movies. And Sony wasn't making profit off of the... Disney movies that included um, uh, Spider-Man. Oh, well, um, I know that recently, like, you know, the Spider-Verse movie, like, most of the good stuff that's come out with Spider-Man in it, because we thought, or at least I thought that that was mostly just, like, a Sony thing. Apparently, like, Kevin Foggy had, like, a lot to do with that movie. So, like, I don't know. Like, I hope that they figure something out. I know they will. I know this is probably just one of those things that, is going to be sorted out soon. There's already been rumors that they are um, working on some sort of compromise and have come to, like, an agreement. But my thing is, if they do 50-50, they could make even more money. Like, both sides could end up making money. No, no, Sony would be losing money because, like, Disney wouldn't be providing any more help. They just wanted 50% of the profits made from the Sony movies. Well, they've been doing most of the work. Sony hasn't been doing anything. Disney's just a large corporation that's trying to own everything and it's really annoying and I love Disney don't get me wrong I was about to say if we ever have a Disney ad like I feel like calm down calm down we might have like a Disney ad one of these days or something like that I just I think the Disney corporation in general is just gross and exploitive and it's just there goes the advertisement um but yeah. I wouldn't want a Disney advertisement because, again, they're gross and exploitive. 
You love and Disney. It's like, I do love Disney, but like, I feel like anybody who works with them ends up selling their soul. Like, think about all the Disney um, actors and actresses over the years who have gone like bonkers or just lost it because they're put under so much pressure to have a certain image in order to maintain their job. And as they get older, it's harder and harder to maintain that image. It. I think that's mostly just like they're forced to act a certain way and act like they normally wouldn't. Like they have to have this constantly like perfect squeaky clean image. And I think that weighs down a lot of people. Like imagine if you had to constantly do that and constantly be like, you know, it's like you have to be like this all the time and you can't waver from this. And like you got in trouble if you did. Just a public presence. It's not that hard. It is if you have cameras on you all the time. True. But like, it's just, I don't know. Like... I Disney just they own so much and they're trying to make a monopoly on entertainment. It's I I don't know. The more I learn about economics and politics, the less I like capitalism. At least late stages capitalism and Disney's like the epitome of like a late stage capitalist like company. You know? Yeah, they are definitely, they definitely do have, like, a corner on the market with um, the whole Fox thing, buying out Fox and all the properties and just buying out a bunch of different things. They definitely are, like, swallowing a bunch of the different movie studios right now. That, and they just, I mean, like, they own Pokemon in the U.S. Yeah, that's true. They own Star Wars. They own the MCU. They own, like, all the Disney properties, like, the original properties. Um, they bought Fox, so they also own Disneymon, Digimon in the U.S. as well. Like, they own so many large franchises. And they're creating a monopoly on entertainment. Like, name one good franchise that, like, they don't have their hands in at all. Fast and Furious. I said good. <laughs> that is good. You just don't <laughs> like it. Um, but yeah, I think we've kind of said our piece about this. I don't think this is going to stick. I think that they're going to figure this out. Like Disney and Sony obviously don't want to like... There's a lot of fans of Spider-Man. There's a lot of detractors too, but for the most part there's fans. And so I don't think this is going to stick at all. Tom Holland deserves better. Yeah, there was a recent um, Instagram thing that he posted with tony stark or not tony stark sorry (laughs) robert downey jr and he said we did it mr stark and a lot of people are theorizing that like that's maybe like him being like they've struck a deal or something i don't know i think uh, that could be anything i don't like to just like you know make up he's dropped the mic make up uh theories off of um nothing but um i saw that it was so cute i think um i don't know I just think that, like, if they don't come to an agreement, then they're doing a disservice to the fans, the character, and Tom. Also, did you see the article um, about Stanley's daughter who was, like, chastising Disney? I didn't read it. Did you read it? I skimmed. Yep. I'm sorry. I've been reading so much what did it for say? work. I don't remember. I don't remember anything. <laughs> okay, Okay, like, do you have any idea how many pages I've ha- I have to read, like, a night for school? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Over 300? 
It's bad. Yeah, so originally we were going to do, before this news came out, we were going to do a um, Spider-Verse versus Far From Home kind of debate and see which movie was better. I, I think Spider-Verse is better than Far From Home. Far From Home is way better because, like, I don't know. I <sighs> So, don't get me wrong, I love Into the Spider-Verse and... One of my favorite, like, MCU characters in general, my favorite female in the MCU is uh, Gwen Stacy, specifically the Spider-Gram version of Gwen Stacy. And seeing her on the screen was amazing. However, it definitely felt like it could have much more been, like, a one-off, and it was very disconnected from the rest of um, just, like, the Spider-Man franchise in general. I felt like it could have been better if they'd included, um, like other like well-known characters even if it had been like animated versions like if they had brought in like the different versions of spider-man through the years that would have been really cool like if they'd have had like toby mcguire's and like andrew garfield and like tom holland and then like some of the like animated spider-man that we've had the the peter b parker the one from our universe had like homages to like the toby mcguire version like in his origin story like you saw images that were like familiar to like the sam raimi movies like him i think he was like oh yeah the part where he was dancing like he did in spider-man 3 like there was like little stuff like that i get what you mean though like that would be something more to do like in like a sequel or something just go all out like i think the first one was just them because people for the most part they know about universes but like I think general audiences don't know a lot about, like, multiverses, and so, like, they kind of had to ease people into it. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the comics, like, they have overlap, and so, like, you would assume that if you're a Marvel fan, you also watch DC stuff. You would assume you also watch stuff on the CW, because most people have access to that. So, you would assume they have, like, the multiverse theory in general based on, like, the era, like, the... I guess, like, is Arrowverse, is that what they call the DC um, televised? Um... Yeah, that's, like, a name for it. They call it, like, the CW-verse, too. But, yeah, um, I get what you mean. Like, but, like, most general audiences, like, I don't know, like, they try to make things as marketable as possible, except for, like, Infinity War, where they just threw you in there, which I appreciated that. Okay, so, um, anyway, my reasons for Far From Home being better... Um. Oh, gosh. Let me guess Tom Holland. Not Tom Holland. Yeah. Okay, like, we've had this debate before, and I have, like, solid arguments. It's just too early for me to process anything. Well, I think your whole thing was... um. Oh, yeah, just the, like, character of Peter Parker being, like, a more marketable character um, because he is so well-known that, like, I feel like any movie focused on Peter Parker is instantly in my personal opinion going to be better than a movie focused on any of the other like spider-man in the universe so like if we focus the movie on gwen stacy even though she's my favorite i still feel like a spider-man movie focused on spider-man would be better if you focused it on like miles or oh my god why can i not think of the other ones dude the the the, the dude what's his name which one uh, spider-man noir no, like he wasn't in the, 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 the those. The other Spider-Man. I don't know. But yeah, um, I think that another reason why that movie was as successful as it was is because of like the novelty of it. Like we hadn't seen a movie like that. Like we'd seen stuff like that in the comics, but I think the reason like... 
I don't know. Like, I'll put it simply like this. Like, I think that no one had ever seen a movie like that. And so, like, more people were bound to see that movie. Because, one, we've never had an animated movie like that go to theaters. That's about, like, a superhero. We've had that, but it hasn't been, like... I was about to say, wasn't there a Batman movie? It didn't do very well. They didn't market it right. But, like, a CG, like, movie that looked like that. Like, that was one of the things that Sony even trademarked because of how unique it looked. But, like... I'll put it this way. At the end of, um, I got emotional at parts of Far From Home, but I did not get goosebumps at the end of it like I did with Spider-Verse. I sobbed my way through Far From Home. I felt so emotionally connected with the characters. And I think that was like my big argument is that like watching um, Into the Spider-Verse, like I didn't have as much of an emotional reaction. I don't even remember crying um, in the theaters. And I saw both of them in the theaters multiple times, but Far From Home, I cried every time. And I think for me, it again has to do with like the emotional connection that I've had over the years with the characters. Like growing up, like Peter Parker has always been my favorite. I watched the Spider-Man cartoon in the 90s. I grew up onto the Tobey Maguire movies with my mom when I would go to see them every time they came out. Again with the Andrew Garfield movies and with Tom Holland. Like... Spider-Man is my favorite, and I feel like they finally got it right with um, Tom Holland. They finally have a good Peter and a good Spider-Man, because Tuppy McGuire was a pretty good Peter Parker, a little awkward as Spider-Man. It looks like a frog. And Andrew Garfield was a really good Spider-Man, but like too confident as Peter Parker, if that makes sense. Yeah, he was too cool. Yeah, and so, like, having the, like, perfect combination in Tom for, like, me as a Spider-Man fan, and I think that they've done a really good job with the supporting characters as well. Um, I don't know, and I like the storyline, and the acting's just really good. I don't know, like, I liked a lot of, like, basically, when Far From Home, I'll give you this, like, the Mysterio scenes were, like, some of the best and kind of made the movie in places and just some of the emotional scenes with Peter were great too with happy. I thought those were great, (laughs) but like at the end of the day, like I think that, um, with spider verse, it's another part that like makes it really cool. Is like I said before is there's parts of it that you've never seen in any movie. And it felt like a passing of the torch kind of thing. So we had this Spider-Man that was kind of familiar to us and kind of not. And we got to see, like, basically a character arc where, like, Spider-Man, a new Spider-Man that we'd never seen before, grew. And that was what was so emotional and, like, got you so invested in the characters. It was so well written. It won it won some awards, too. I think the awards were mostly for, like, weren't they for, like, writing. animation? They're for, I'm pretty sure they're for I writing. Thought we should look this up. But, because I know they were also, like, I think the soundtrack was also, like, um, the soundtrack is really good, by the way, if you haven't listened to the Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Another point in my favor. I'm just saying, though. Anyway, if you haven't listened to the Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack, you should definitely do that. It's great. Um, I'm pretty sure he gets tired of it sometimes, because I'll just have it in my car. Um, anyway, uh... I just, I agree that, like, Into the Spider-Verse, the characters are really good and they're well-written. Um, and I'm just, I'm a big nostalgia person. And so, I tend to let nostalgia color things. Um, 
in my opinion, which again, maybe why like I prefer uh, Far From Home or just like the Tom Holland Spider-Man in general. Um, but I do agree that like how would nostalgia color that that hasn't even been out that long? He's Peter Parker. He's my Peter Parker. He's like the perfect Peter Parker. But like nostalgia, like it's not even that old though. Oh, I know, but like I mean, like nostalgia for like the character of Peter Parker in general. I mean, but like both movies had Peter Parker in it. I know, but I didn't like old gross Peter Parker. You're not supposed to like him. He kind of grows. That that makes me upset. Like I. I want a protagonist that I like. But I he's not the main protagonist. You're supposed to be following Miles, Miles, not him. I know. And if you would let me like finish my thoughts before interrupting me, <laughs> then you know maybe I wouldn't lose my train of thought. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, I was gonna say, and I think that like they're setting up to make Miles the Spider-Man for the next generation, which is great. Um. I was talking to, I've talked to you before, like, that I don't think that, like, the character gets enough love or recognition. But I also said that, like, I don't think people from our generation are ever going to, like, associate Spider-Man with Miles Morales versus Peter Parker. Just because of how heavily inundated Peter Parker has been in, like, the conscious of, like, um, the masses. It's just, like, when you hear Peter Parker or when you hear Spider-Man, Spider-Man, like, they're synonymous with each other. Yeah, one of the things I like about that movie, though, too, like, just speaking of that, is I think that, like, it's... Stan Lee said something about um, Spider-Man's costume that he really likes, is that, like, because it completely covers up the face, he said it could literally be anyone. It could be me, you, it could be... A black person it could be like a hispanic person it could be anyone i think that's really cool and i think that this movie kind of takes that to the next step where it's like some some kid who's maybe watching it because it it's appropriate for kids to watch like kids can go and watch that movie and i think it's cool that like a kid can look up like no matter for the most part like another race like a black kid can look up and see miles morales and be like hey like that's me like that's that could be me and see that i think that's really cool yeah. And, like, just seeing different representation of, like, just different Spider-Men or, like, women on the screen is, like, really cool. I know. That's why I love Gwen Stacy so much is, like, I know she's not the first, like, Spider-Woman, but I personally think she's the best. I mean, Silk's okay, but, like... I don't even know a lot about Silk. I think you probably know a little bit more about Spider-Man than I do. Like... <laughs> I feel so... I feel like that was a compliment. I don't know if it was meant to be a compliment. It was. Thank you. But no, I was trying to earlier when I was like naming them off. There's a Hispanic uh, guy who is it's, Spider-Man. Um, the, the one from the future is yeah. Spider-Man 2099. He was in that movie. I, at the end, like extra credits. Yeah, but he'll probably be in the next one. Yeah, but, but I could not remember his name. And I was just like... I don't remember it either. I'm sure someone, if they comment on this video, will probably tell us who it is, or we can just look it up later. Yeah, I've got my, I've got my like entire collection of like the Spider Verse comics sitting up there. We can look through, along with like the first one of Spider Gwen. But yeah, I'm a big fan of both. For the record, I just think that for me personally, my opinion, Spider Verse was a more powerful movie than Far From Home. My opinion is Far From Home was like the culmination of the entire work of the MCU up to, to it. And 
it has the emotional weight and power of all of the previous movies. And even if you're watching it as a standalone film, you feel the impacts of the previous films. And I think it's a really beautiful work of, like, it's a beautiful cinematic masterpiece. And if you love Peter Parker a quarter as much as I do, then you love the movie and you appreciate it for being the masterpiece that it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think this is going to be one of those things that just ends in a stalemate. Like, one, not necessarily being, like, right They're both or good. wrong. They're both really good movies. And, like, having a preference isn't, like, a bad thing. Yeah. I think um, as we kind of wrap this up. I love up, you. I love you, too. As we wrap this thing <gasps> up. You didn't want to say it. In the middle of a podcast. You're supposed to love me. Anyway, <laughs> as we wrap this thing up, I think that we both just kind of hope that Sony and uh, Disney can play nice. And I know they'll fix this because, like, honestly, like, it'd be really dumb if they didn't. Especially yeah. with how much they've just worked up to and established. So, yeah. So, I expect this whole topic that we talked about not to be relevant maybe in, like, a week or so. But, yeah, I just <laughs> thought we'd get our opinions out there. <laughs> Want to place bets? No. What? Um, no, I was going to say, you want to bet that, like, Disney's going to bully Sony into having to split profits? They probably will. Um, but, yeah, so I just thought we'd put out another what mean. I know it's been a long time. Um, I've been trying to make more, but I just haven't either had time or things just haven't worked out lately. But, like, we're not done. Like, we're going to keep on making ones. So, uh, thanks for listening, guys. I hope this was entertaining. I know... For parts of it, we were kind of all over the place, but um, I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for yawning into the mic. Um, But yeah, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Can we go to Chick-fil-A?